Have you been trying to work on self-carriage with your horse and just feeling like, well, the struggle is a little real, Lorna. It's just not coming together for me. Well, today I'm going to tell you a way that is going to make it so much easier for you and your horse. And you don't even have to mount up at all. Hi there, my name is Orna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to have better conversations with your horse. And if you have been around these parts for any length of time, you will know that one of the ways I truly believe you can improve the conversation is on the lunge. I really and truly believe this tool, this absolutely amazing tool that we have to work with our horses is being underutilized by the majority of riders. And even the riders who are lunging could be just taking it up a notch or five in order to make it even better. If you're interested in doing that, I'm gonna suggest you pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash lunge get in there join us we're kicking off the live round of lunging for riding this month i'd love to have you with us but regardless of if you join us or not i'm going to suggest that this week when you begin working with your horse and particularly if you want to work on self-carriage why not give correct lunging a go okay i'm going to explain why and i'm going to explain how to get started right now so first and foremost why well very often with self-carriage it is actually the rider that is hindering the process now i know you're saying no lorna i'm doing all the work up there yet that is often the issue and the reason it's the issue is because while we're doing all the work up there we're often really and truly grinding okay and we we kind of we I call it hunkering down we hunker down in the saddle and it's like oh you know the the horse is going to lighten and now me just saying that you can obviously see why that is probably not going to happen so it makes sense that if we could find a way where we could take the rider out of the equation and really begin working on the self-carriage it might help and lunging is that way and the reason it's that way is because you still have your aids so all the aids that you have in the saddle you have on the lunge and yes you don't have them in the exact same way as you have them in the saddle of course you don't it's different but you do have the same influence and you can have the same influence over your horse maybe that's a better way of saying it we can have the same influence if we're willing to be consistent and diligent with what we're doing and practicing and learning and growing ourselves as a lunger as well as a rider and you know what's even better you don't have to be a great rider in fact it has nothing to do with riding skill and so that's also amazing regarding lunging but let's just get back to self-carriage when you take you out of the equation and I'm not saying that this is particularly your issue but I would say that even if you feel yeah no we've got self-carriage pretty good give it a go this week see what happens on the lunge because when you take the rider out the horse almost gets to discover how to use their body in this beautiful light way and I really do feel that's what self-carriage is self-carriage is it's almost aligning the posture the position the body in order for the energy to flow more clearly or to flow more if you want freely through the horse okay that's really what self-carriage is so the horse can then be 
and do more with his natural abilities, okay? When the horse gets to experience that without the hindrance of the rider, they can then begin showing up and taking the responsibility. And you see, that's a real key element in self-carriage. Self-carriage is really the beginning. It's, it kind of joins in with contact, and contact is an important part. It joins in there with, it begins this more equal sharing of responsibilities between horse and rider. Very often up to that point, the rider is taking on a lot more of the responsibilities with regards to how the ride is going and improving the way the ride is going. But once we get to this point where we're beginning to work on contact and on self-carriage, that is where the horse actually shows up and the horse begins to take some responsibility. And again, often teaching the horse this and allowing the horse to figure this out without the rider on board can be a huge stepping stone for the horse, not only physically, but also mentally and emotionally because he begins to feel more confident in himself and confident in his own abilities, okay? So I want you to think about that, that when you are lunging him and when you're beginning to work on the self-carriage on the lunge, you're giving him the space to figure it out. And, you know, we all know the horse who has all the talent in the world and who's able to jump the jump, okay? But he doesn't believe he can jump the jump. Or the horse who's able to jump the jump, but he's anxious and maybe nervous and there's a lot of anxiety there regarding jumping the jump. You see, I feel that as a trainer, and if you ride a horse, you're training your horse. Um, and you, you, you can say, that's not true. I'm not training. Yes, you are. And you know, the sooner you accept that, the better. But if you're doing that, that the horse has to be approached from the training perspective, that it's physical, mental, and emotional, just like the rider as well. Okay. And I feel that the lunge helps with that as well. It helps to build him. It helps him to begin to really figure things out to give him the space to mentally develop, obviously physically develop, and also then emotionally develop as well. Okay. So so let's say I have now convinced you and you've said, okay, great, Lorna, that's fantastic. I am going to go out there now and I'm going to start working on self-carriage on the lunch. I want you to start thinking about if you were to do that riding, where would you begin? And many riders will say, well, okay, I'm going to start working on transitions. And I think that's fantastic. But I want you to wind it back a bit further. Hold on now. Before we even get to transitions, what would you have to work on before you got to transitions? It would probably be responsiveness. And the reason I say this is because if you have been lunging for any length of time and you haven't got to the point where you are working on self-carriage or anything like that, I would say there's probably a responsiveness issue going on there, okay? And I would say that has to be cleared up first before you even touch on anything else, okay? And I always believe that responsiveness, any rider who complains, my horse is not very responsive, or really... <laughs> Because I think that is really and truly a reflection of the rider. Um, very rare that it's not. And it's normally just a lack of consistency from the rider. Okay. It's not that you're not responsive. It's just that you're not really consistent with your responses. Okay. So I want you to actually really and truly begin to question this in yourself. Am I being really consistent with what I ask, with how I ask it? 
and with how I respond when my horse does what I ask or at least reacts to whatever I have asked, okay? So I want you to begin working there. That's where you start. Now, if you feel that, no, 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 Lorna, responsiveness, we've got this, eh? Like we are absolutely in tune with each other. We know this. That's great. Then I would say, yes, let's then begin working on the transitions. And just like in riding, the transitions and the lightness through the transitions is really important. You see, often we forget that we we start getting caught up in the more, if you want, technical elements of it. So in this case, self-carriage. And we tend to then ignore the more basic elements. But the thing is, the basic elements have to be present in order for the more technical or developed elements to work, okay? Rhythm is a big one, okay? Rhythm and relaxation. And I want you to begin starting with yourself. So if you are working on the transitions and you're working on it from the perspective that you want to begin developing a little bit more self-carriage in your horse, I want you to start thinking about your rhythm, okay? And yes, you have a rhythm, When you do anything with your horse, there's a rhythm to it, okay? And what you may find is that different days, depending on your mood, you have a different rhythm. And lo and behold, it rubs off on the old horse, okay? But seriously, it is important. Look at the rhythm, but even more importantly, look at how you are managing the relaxation in your own body. And remember, relaxation has nothing to do with lying horizontal, nothing. Relaxation has to do with how well you are managing the tension levels for whatever the task is you're doing at that moment, okay? That is what relaxation is. And I want you to start thinking about this in your own body because where I often see this go a little bit wonky for riders is that they are asking questions and maybe bigger questions. So they're putting more pressure in. They're they're really asking the bigger question than what they've been doing. And the horse can often respond in a way that well, we hadn't planned on him responding. <laughs> so when we lunge, this can often look like the horse may throw a book, he may canter off, things like that. If that happens, I want you, before you do anything else, I want you to notice the tension level in your body. Did you come to that question with the correct level of tension? Okay. And then from there, beginning to work on yourself and then noticing the impact that has on the horse. Now, strangely enough, when you begin to carry yourself on the lunge, even though you're lunging the horse for self-carriage and you're saying, Lorna, what are you talking about carrying yourself in the lunge? But actually taking responsibility, carrying the lunge line. I see so many people lunge with straight arms. No, you don't ride with straight elbows, so you don't lunge with straight elbows. Bend your elbow, carry your hand, okay? So when you begin to actually come to it from that perspective, okay, I am carrying myself, I'm carrying my hands, and that also goes for the hand that is holding the lunging whip, that you're carrying it, it's not straight. Remember, straight creates, when you have a straight elbow or a straight hand, it creates tension down through the line or down the lunging whip. And even though you won't make contact with your horse with the lunging whip, okay, that's not what the lunging whip is for. The lunging whip is like a pointer, okay? But when you are creating tension through your aids, and whether your aids are natural aids or they're artificial aids, meaning aids that are part of you or aids that have nothing to do with you and you leave at the stable and go home, okay? I want you to begin noticing the impact that has on the horse. So bringing this back to self-carriage, first of all, make sure that there is a responsiveness 
that is working in the conversation between you and your horse. From there, notice your own self-carriage. Am I carrying myself? And am I doing it in a way that I am maintaining the basics, the relaxation and the rhythm? And then from there, carry that across to the horse, carry it across to the transitions, okay? Begin working on the transitions and then see the difference as you start to work. You know, self-carriage is a big topic. It's like contact. You know, people can say contact, oh, it's just how you hold the reins. It's not. You know that. I know that. That's not what contact is. That doesn't even, doesn't even scratch the surface when it comes to contact. And what I've said today doesn't even scratch the surface when it comes to self-carriage. But it is something that once you are, or once you begin to become aware of it and begin to understand that you can actually work on this on the lunge. In fact, the lunge is one of the best places you can do it you can then begin to have this clearer conversation and it's clearer because you have a clearer intention and you're really and truly mindful and present remember you five minutes aside make the most of them make each minute count make each 10 seconds count you've no time to lose you need to be focused you need to be present and I can tell you now it will make such a difference for you and your horse and I'm not talking about the difference on the lunge of course it's going to make a difference on the lunge I'm talking about the difference it's going to make when you mount up when you get into the saddle that's what we're talking about that's the difference we want to see if you're interested in finding out more and if you're interested in getting some coaching and some guidance regarding this I'm going to invite you to join me inside of Lunging for Riding. You can get all the details over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash lunge. Trust me, it is brilliant. It, I love it. It is like my favorite program to work with riders in. I'd love to have you in there. Okay, have a great one and I'll chat to you next week. Be good. Bye. Bye.